Hello everybody and welcome back to the Bridges Not Walls podcast, a podcast about all things bodybuilding, training, fitness and hypertrophy as a whole. I am your host Adam, I've been training for over four years, I'm a certified personal trainer who's looking to go towards the strength and conditioning route. What we're going to be talking about today are training splits. So a few of you may have no idea what a training split is. Some of you may be have been following a training split like gospel for the last two to three years. So there's a bit of disparity between the two. So I'm here to uh, break down those walls and um, offer a bridge and give you some knowledge upon training splits. So um, there's a few things that you do need to know before I uh, begin talking about training splits today. That is that... Um, you need to choose a training split that is based on your individual goals at first. So we're going to talk about goals. So your goal may be to um, pack on some size. You might not have been into a gym before. You want to build a little bit of muscle. So um, you need to pick a training split that's going to suit you well. What I am um, honestly, what I honestly recommend for a first timer in, in the gym is a full body routine. That is because you may have. Um, never actually conducted any of these exercises before and it is a brilliant brilliant opportunity for you to build up your knowledge within every exercise every movement within different muscle groups a lot of you when you um first started out i know i did as well i went into the gym with absolutely no planning uh, no idea of what i wanted to do really i went with a friend and um, it just became competitive so uh i just wanted to beat him on a everything he was doing and I didn't really follow a structured plan Uh, what that can possibly do is lead you down a road of um, only going towards exercises that you know aka exercises that you've done and completely avoiding and neglecting other ones what that's going to do is affect your physique in the long term as you won't have a balanced level of strength or muscular size simply because you've neglected certain areas we typically find that um, a lot of gym bros, they go towards the upper body, they get huge biceps, huge upper body, and then very much neglect the legs. So never skip leg day, people. When it comes to your goals, it's very important to pick a training split. It's going to bring up your weaker areas. So as I started to begin to get into the structured side of training, I had to be honest with myself and accept that the lower body was lacking whereas my upper body had been trained and worked a lot more. So I began to design a training split in order to work on my lower body. What that does is it's going to bring up those areas that are weak, possibly lagging, and create a more balanced physique, which at the end of the day is what we're all looking for. So if your goal is muscle size, look at your weaker areas in order to bring them up and get a more balanced physique from it. Also, you need to choose a training split that's based on your schedule. I can um, completely understand that a lot of you aren't online coaches. You may not have free time uh, within the middle of your day. You might work your normal nine to five. So um, getting in a two hour training session with an hour of cardio each day is just not going to be possible um, unless you literally never sleep, which I would not recommend. When it comes to your schedule, you need to um, organize your training around work. So if you have some spare time in the evening or um, you're able to get up early enough in the morning, I would recommend tailoring your schedule 
round. Sorry. I recommend tailoring your training <laughs> around your work. See, there's me thinking just about the gym there. So yeah, if you do your nine to five, you're looking to train before and after work. Maybe if you um you work in a city and you've got an hour's break, you might be able to nip out in your hour into the gym that's local. So that could always be an option. Also, we need to consider our training age. So we all remember being young, sprightly 18-year-olds in the gym. We had a boundless amount of energy. Uh, our recovery capabilities were unbelievable. And uh, the newbie games were very much in sight. Um, as you begin to get further and further into your training history, training experience, you'll understand that those newbie games will tailor off. Recovery will become harder as you are um, adding more and more load and more and more fatigue and stress to the body. So you need to incorporate that the older you get, the harder it's going to be and the more wear and tear you naturally have had on your body during this time. Also, you need to consider the amount of energy you naturally have as an individual. If you're not someone that's very sprightly or sportly, uh, sporting, have lots of energy, it's not going to be realistic to set yourself to a five or six day training split. So you need to pick a training split that's realistic that you're going to be able to stick to consistently over a long period of time. As much as it is very good to set yourself a target and set yourself a goal that you want to get to the gym five or six days a week, I want to be training for 60 minutes minimum, I want to be eating all my greens, getting all my macros in, you need to be realistic at the beginning. So if you know you can't commit to five to six sessions a week, say you can only do three or four, you need to do what you can at the beginning and build a baseline from that. Another thing that very much ties in with your energy is your ability to recover. You will figure this out very, very early on. Um, after some sessions, you might have the, uh, the slight delayed onset muscle soreness. Uh, that will never go away. But it's the ability to recover from those that you may need to tinker your training split to. After a big leg day of lots of compound exercises, uh, the next day you might be feeling it. It might take two or three days. Um, your ability to recover is very important when it comes to picking a training split. You do not want to be picking a training split that's too intense or at too high of a frequency. Um, if it outweighs your ability to recover, you significantly increase your chance of injury, which um, we obviously all don't want. Another thing we need to consider when picking a training split is um, how we split up our body parts. So you've seen the original push-pull legs, which keeps all of the pushing, the pulling, and the leg muscle groups separate. Um, if you split these body parts up and train them once, once every workout, so the pro split, so if you go in and just train biceps on the Monday, triceps on the Tuesday, chest on the Wednesday, uh, that can be very time-consuming and very impractical for those with a schedule. If you're doing a nine to five and you're training one muscle group every day, it's not going to be efficient. And um, it's, it's good for your size gains as you're very much being very, very specific for each muscle group. Um, you're going to see a lot of size gains in terms of each muscle, but it's not an efficient way to use your energy. 
Another thing you need to consider is your background as an individual. If you've had plenty of experience uh, in sport, maybe you've excelled in sport, you consider yourself an athlete, uh, then I would recommend total body training. Any clients that I work with on Built by Bridgman, um, if they have any athletic background, they have worked um, at a high level, an elite level as a sporting athlete. Uh, I always recommend total body training. Uh, athletes seem to be able to recover from this a lot better and their ability to work on a total body training schedule uh, is a lot better than a normal nine to five working average Joe. If you are very much stuck in terms of your timing schedule and you find that you don't have a lot of time after work or before work, uh, it'd be good to bundle some muscle groups together. And that was when is when I would recommend a push-pull legs routine. Uh, they can be very flexible. They offer a decent amount of frequency within your movement uh, throughout the week. And um, you can build up your ability to train it, training these movements very, very quickly this way as you're training lots of different muscles and lots of different movements within the same session. And if you're adding that much intensity of um, training different muscles, you're going to build up your skill acquisition within these movements. So it is something that I recommend to people with um, little to no exercise experience. The push-pull legs routine, as it very much throws them in at the deep end. There's lots of exercises that you will learn off the bat. Lots of um, form improvements will be seen within the first three to four weeks. And it's a very, very flexible one if you have little to no time for or after work. You also need to consider the natural demands of a workout. We, we are very much assuming that every individual that works out in the gym is working at 110%. And that um, intensive split can be very demanding on the body. So we need to make sure that we have our high and low days in terms of training splits. So for those that don't know, usually when I'm programming an athlete, I will give them two different training splits. That is to ensure that they have a high day and a low day. That might be for back. We have a focus more on the width, working through the lats. And we may have a thickness day, which is more row intensive. This allows for um, a little bit of a rest for certain areas while still working the muscle group. Uh, it's very, very important to allow for neural demands of a workout. So when it comes to the high volume days in which you're working metabolic stress compared to a very heavy explosive day of compound movements, you are still working the muscle. You are allowing for certain um, energy expenditure like rest. So you will see a lot of people um, also training agonistic antagonistic supersets so uh, to break that down for some people that have no idea what that jargon means uh, antagonistic and agonistic is um, a way of grouping muscles when it comes to an exercise so when you are training the bench press you are primarily looking to work your chest there are muscles that are just going to work no matter what and they are triceps and the delts that's because during this movement they're just going to work. You're not picking. It's a natural, natural in that movement for those muscles to be recruited. The same as a lat pull down. On the, um, the very lower half, 
the fully, fully contracted area of the lat pull down, your biceps are working simply due to the motion itself. So they're an antagonistic pair. And an agonist is where it works opposing muscle groups. You will find you will build um, a lot of muscle size if you work agonistic supersets. So that could be a barbell curl superset with a tricep pushdown. As you are working two different muscles, during the barbell curl, the triceps aren't working. And during the tricep pushdown, the biceps are resting. So you're effectively training two different muscles without taxing them at the same time. See what I mean? It's a very good way of training. So if that's something that you would consider a, um, an idea, I'd definitely give it a go. It's always worth trying some of these splits out. I'm going to get on to the most optimal splits that I recommend uh, for each training experience individual. Yeah, a, um, a newbie, intermediate, and an experienced lifter. But of course, you take what you expect from this podcast. If there are any um, things that you feel like I can improve on as well, please send those over. I'm always looking to improve the quality of my content for you guys. So something I specialize in as an online coach is hypertrophy programs. That's for bringing up lagging body parts usually. What I tend to do here is focus on at least three days per week on one body part with one day per week for maintaining everything else. So if I have a client come to me and says, Adam, I'm really, really lagging in my delts. Um, I've been training them really, really hard for the last three to four months. I've tried everything out. Help me. What I would recommend is training the delts as a whole, at least three times per week, uh, never back to back. We understand that the human capability to recover from a back to back session is severely decreased. We need to make sure we have rest days between training a muscle. So I would look to train the delts on that specific individual at least three times per week. And then every other body part, assuming that they are um, strong, I would give them one day per week just to maintain them, keep them there. If we um, completely leave them out, we are going to expect to see muscular dystrophy, and that is over time. We have found that it is around three weeks of completely not stimulating a muscle to the point where muscular size and strength can decrease. So what you might have already picked up here, and you may have figured this out as we hit the 15-minute mark of this podcast, that there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to working splits. Your training very much depends on your goals as an individual. So a seven-foot professional basketball player, their working workout split is going to be very, very different from a five-foot gymnast. Also, the energy requirements, a sprightly 18-year-old's training split is going to be very different from a 50-year-old's training split. You're going to find someone that is unemployed is going to have a very different schedule than someone who has a nine to five job working full time. And people have individual differences as well. Some people prefer training other things. Some people like to train really early in the morning. Some people like to train really late at night. Some people even like to do two sessions a day and break down their muscle groups. Some people like to train opposing muscles. Everyone's different, right? 
What I would recommend to start out is the push-pull legs. This is just a good way of um, basically getting into a movement pattern. This is for your gym newbie. So this breaks up training into different movement areas, the push, the pull, and the lower body movements. The movements on the posterior of the body are predominantly, sorry, predominantly, it is a little bit late when I'm recording this. The posterior side of your body is primarily responsible for pulling, while the front is responsible for your pushing. And the legs are usually just completely separate because they, they tend to take up a lot of energy when doing different movements. When it comes to this push-pull leg split, um, a lot of people would consider this an intermediate or advanced split. I would definitely recommend this for someone that is new. It's a very, very economical way of training and it allows for flexible planning as well simply because you're able to group different exercises into different workouts. This can be run at a moderate frequency as um, the, movement, the movements begin to get better as you acquire the better skills, aka your form improves. And I would recommend usually a push-pull legs to be trained once per week. So that would be a push-pull legs rest, push-pull legs rest incorporating two rest days okay some people may find um, the push pull legs a very very difficult split to start with it can be very very taxing on your energy expenditure as you are training uh, a lot a lot of your body during each workout i would um, combat that by saying if you are getting adequate rest on your rest days your rest days are actual rest days not, um, I'm going to go for a two-hour run, but not lift weights. A rest day is a rest day. You must do as little as possible. Uh, when it comes to your push-pull legs, it can be very, very taxing. It depends on how you take this workout and make it a productive one or one that taxes you to the point where you could fatigue and possibly cause injury. It can be a little advanced for beginners. If they do not have someone there to guide them, it can be difficult to run through multiple compounds in a session as well, compound exercises. It can be very taxing and may lead to fatigue very, very early on. If a push-pull legs training split is something that doesn't take your fancy, I would run a total body training split as a newbie. So. I don't think I need to explain this too much. A total body training split is a training split that works your total body. It can be very, very efficient as you are training um, the entire body within different sessions, breaking down different exercises for different portions of the workout in which you can switch those out, in which workout A may be my chest movement might be a bench press, and then I could change that the next workout to be a fly. So the different exercises allow, allow for a lot of flexibility there. Also, a total body split is very good for your nine to five worker. You can get in a lot of work in a short amount of time for that full body stimulation, which if you efficiently do that and you recover well, can lead to very, very good size gains. 
the frequently stimu stimulation of muscles during this full body split and incorporating the fact that they are training at a moderate training volume. It can suit a wide variety of goals. So if you are looking to lose fat, you will find that you are training enough of the body um, frequently enough throughout the week in order to elicit calories burned and promote fat loss. If you're looking to build strength, you're working multiple muscle groups enough times during the week in order to build your strength up. And it can be good for people that are looking to improve their muscular hypertrophy as their um, frequency is high enough alongside the training moderation to the point where you can elicit muscular hypertrophy during this training split. So it is one that I do like to run my clients on. Um, I like to specifically run the clients on a total body split if they are a little bit more athletics based and usually push the newbies towards the legs pull push. Sorry, newbies is a very easy way of saying someone new to the gym. Yeah, so if you're very, very new, little to no experience, I would put you on a legs pull push for that energy expenditure and throwing you in the deep end in order to gain that skill acquisition during those movements to get that form perfect. Because as we know, it doesn't matter how much weight you have on the bar, if you're swinging it about, it doesn't matter. Form is key during this process. As we are looking to build bridges and not walls, so as a lot of you have already asked, why bridges, not walls? It's very much a mindset thing. If you're building walls within your mind when it comes to your short, medium or long-term goals, ultimately you're not going to achieve them. If you build bridges, you're very much setting yourself up for success. As I am giving myself the structure I need and I know where to go in order to get there, that is your bridge. So we don't build balls here, we build bridges, okay? When it comes to a never split, this is one I do not recommend, uh, especially for someone that is very new to the gym. You might call this the um, air quotes bodybuilder split. This is your body part split. So you could talk to the big guy in the gym who's swinging around a gallon bottle with their stringer on, and they'll typically be training one muscle group. And you think, how can this be efficient? So this is your typical bodybuilder split and in which they will train one muscle group and then train five to six times a week. And then they will rotate one rest day around um, specific training sessions that are focused on one muscle. So obviously there is a lot of exercise variation that will be needed because that's a lot of frequency during those sessions. It's very good for shocking the muscles. So if you have a lagging body part, we're linking back to um, the person who can't grow their delts. If you're really struggling and they're lagging, this may be a tool that you can use. You can shock the muscles into growth by um, very high volume training. So this split would very much um, adhere to that. If you enjoy the total body style routine, this might be something that you would look into. If you were to eventually plateau off the total body split, the um, increased volume is naturally going to increase your metabolic stress, which we all know leads to greater muscular hypertrophy, aka size of the muscles. And that's very much compared to other splits in which the frequency is naturally going to be lower. 
You just need to make sure you have enough of a training experience before you do this one. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone that's just starting out as there is not enough full body variety during each session. And there's way too much time between uh, bicep workout A and bicep workout B. There's too much rest. Okay. In the beginning, you very much benefit from a higher frequency. So you are able to train them enough if you are getting adequate amount of rest and recovery. So I would look to train a muscle between two to three times per week. So once per week is um, not a very good way to start. Also, it's very, very difficult to train with uh, multi-joint lifts, aka your compound exercises. Uh, if you have already done a multi-joint movement in the previous workout. So if you're going to train chest on Monday, you're, you're going to be on the bench press. And then on Tuesday, you might be doing an overhead press. So that's a lot, a lot of fatigue and a lot of stress being put into two very similar exercises. Albeit that a bench press is very similar to an overhead press, but we're looking at two different planes. Okay, They're both pressing motions. So they're both going to be using the same joints, similar muscles, so there's very much uh, less rest and recovery within that area. As we can understand that, it's going to cause more stress and fatigue, which possibly raises our chance of injury, which we do not want. We're always looking to make this practical here. So when it comes to your nine to five worker, uh, these body part splits can be very time consuming, therefore very impractical if you're busy, aka if you have a life or a fluctuating schedule. Because if you miss one of those routines, if it just throws off everything within the week, that means you might have to push something back. You might have to cancel something out altogether, which is definitely far from what we're looking for. Something else that we could look at for a training split option would be your intensive extensive splits. So some of you may never have heard about this before. And um, this is a very, very optimal split for working your efficiency. So intensive extensive splits consist of one explosive compound based day for a, for a muscle group followed by a slightly higher volume metabolic stress focused workout. So these are very, very good for the advanced lifters. Uh, you're looking for your athletes are looking to take the uh, next step in their training. It's very good for your athletes as well, the athletic populations. We enjoy training movement skills like your acceleration based movements and coordination, such as like resistance training. Also, they offer a very good sound progression for developing greater levels of performance as you work both heads of the coin in terms of metabolic stress and your explosive power. So you're going to be building up that strength and your power in both facets during this split. However, it can be very um, advanced and complicated to design. If you do not have a coach like myself who is able to program this for you, you can be very much thrown in the deep end have no idea when it comes to a explosive based or metabolic stress based workout that might mean absolutely nothing to you so they're not ideal for your beginning hypertrophy oriented lifter 
is very much focused more on your movement patterns. It can be very detrimental to your overall recovery, like we said in the bodybuilder split, because there's a lot of muscles that are going to be working during consecutive days. Also, you'll find these workouts do take a lot longer than normal. They're very taxing, going to leave you um, between sets huffing and puffing and grabbing at your water bottle. So if a workout is longer in duration, it's naturally going to take more time out of your day and be a lot more time consuming. Especially with the intensive days, it's going to take a lot of neural recovery demands. A lot of you think that as soon as you leave that gym, jump into your car and head on home, everything's finished. However, that could be further from the truth. There are a lot of neural recovery demands exercise brings to your body. And you are recovering for days on end after a training session, physically, mentally and neurally. Okay, especially if you've trained correctly. Another thing that you can train is supersets on their own. So you could be doing a normal primary mover posing supersets. So this is also known as your non-competing supersets or agonistic antagonistic training. These are very, very efficient, unlike the prior mentioned splits. As you are training through one plane of motion or two opposite planes. So this is very similar to what I said, the bicep curl and the tricep pushdown, in which you're picking two exercises that are very different from one another, naturally leaving two muscles that aren't working synergistically. These are very good for keeping them separate. Another example would be a dumbbell bench press and a chest supported row, picking two separate exercises. So I hope this split has helped you sort of inform a decision. Take it as you will. What you need to make sure is you pick based on your individual training experience, your sporting experience, the amount of energy you naturally have throughout the day. Take an honest look at yourself in the mirror. That's not in a uh, descending way. I mean, look at yourself and think what needs to be worked the most. Also, you need to enjoy what you're doing, guys. So pick something that you know you're going to enjoy going to test you a little bit physically and look on what you need to progress to create that balanced physique. Okay, so I hope that has helped you a little bit. I will be making more of these podcasts and I'm hoping that with quality improves my content. More of you guys will um, drop some supportive comments, which would be brilliant. I'd love to hear from you guys also. If you would like your very own tailor-made programs, I do offer those on builtbybridgman.com. Also, my Instagram is built by Bridgman as well. It's www.builtbybridgman.com, in which we can just have a short conversation, five to 10 minutes, completely free, just to figure out your training experience, all of your training and nutritional goals, alongside any supplementation you may have used, also. So, we're going to factor together to make a very good decision and a tailor made program that is suited towards you and in order to boost your chances of getting to your goal as efficiently as possible. So I hope you guys have enjoyed. It's just been a little bit over 30 minutes now, my first ever podcast, and I have really enjoyed it. So be sure to leave a like rating and share this with anyone that you think would benefit from learning more about training splits. But until next time, I've been Adam Bridgman. We look to build bridges, not walls. Thank you.